A Legend of Sonora by Hildegard Hawthorne. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Newgate Novelist. A Legend of Sonora by Hildegard Hawthorne. Two persons, a man and a woman, faced each other under a clump of live oaks. Hard by were visible the walls of an adobe house crumbling with age. The sun was setting. A slight breeze stirred in the dark branches of the trees, which all through the hot Mexican day had been motionless. The woman was dark and small, with large eyes and a graceful body. The man a swarthy vaquero in serape and sombrero. And you heard him say, that? said she. Yes, senorita, he said, I love you, I love you, twice like that. And then he kissed her. Ah, he kissed her. Anything else? This, he handed her a slip of folded paper. It contained a woman's name, a few words of passion, and a signature. As the senorita's eyes perused it, they contracted, and she drew a long breath. The vaquero watched her keenly. I found it in the arbor after they had gone, said he. She looked away dreamily. Thank you, thank you, Mazeppa, she muttered. It is late, I must go in now. Adios, Mazeppa. She turned and, moving slowly, vanished behind a corner of the adobe house. The vaquero remained motionless until she was out of sight. Then he pressed his hands to his lips and flung them out toward her with a passionate gesture. The next moment he had mounted his horse and was gone. An hour passed. Again the sound of hoofs. A handsome young senor, jauntily attired, galloped up to the door of the house, and springing from the saddle, hitched his rein over a large hook projecting from the wall. Hola, Maria, little one, he called out in a rich, joyous voice. Where is my little Maria? The senorita appeared, smiling. She was in white, with a reboso drawn around her delicate face. She bore a two-handled silver cup, curiously chaste. See, she said, I have brought you some wine, such a long ride, just to see me. She was holding out the cup toward him, but, as he was about to receive it, she drew it back suddenly. She was pale, her eyes glittered. I, too, am thirsty, she said. She lifted the cup to her lips and took a deep draught. Now you shall finish it, she added, handing it to him. He nodded to her laughingly. To our love, he said, and drained it. But how strangely you look at me, little one, he exclaimed as he set the cup down and caught his breath. Is anything wrong? All is well, she answered. I am happy. Are you happy? I, I am with you, am I not? She put her hand in his. Let us never be parted any more, 
she said. Come, we'll walk to the hilltop and see the moon rise. Hand in hand, they sauntered along the path up the bare hillside. On and on they walked, slowly, slowly. Maria gave a little gasp and glanced with dilated eyes at her lover. He smiled faintly and tried to draw her toward him, but somehow did not, and still they moved slowly on their way. The hilltop seemed strangely far off. Maria pressed forward, grasping her lover's hand. What made the distance seem so long? Surely it was but a stroll of ten minutes, yet it was as though they had been walking an hour, a year, many years. Down the hillside path came a horseman, riding quietly and humming a love song. He was close upon the two figures before he appeared to be aware of them. They half stopped, as if to speak to him. The horse shivered and plunged. The rider stared at the couple but an instant. Then, driving home his spurs, he sprang past them. Mother of God, he faltered, crossing himself as he threw a backward glance up the path, on which nothing was now visible. The ghosts, the little girl who, they say down below, poisoned herself and her lover fifty years ago. End of A Legend of Sonora by Hildegard Hawthorne